my first beer. <laughs> chick from logistics. Things go well, I might be showing her my O face. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Hey, the sheriff is on this. What do you say? The sheriff is near. No, got a brand thing, The sheriff is on this. Welcome to an all-new episode of Movie Review. I'm your host, the BJ. With me as always, the Harvey Weinstein of podcasting, RB. Now that's a new one. <laughs> I've and, I, and I can't even <laughs> refute it, but that's all right. I've, I had that in my head all day. Jeez. I was reading some articles. I was like, wow. I got I got come up with some every week. It's not easy. It's not wow. easy. Wow. Okay. All right. I guess we're going with that this We week. do have a couch in here. Yeah. So I guess we really can't def- can refute ca- it. Is that can we call it the casting couch? Podcasting couch. Podcasting couch. Many many legends of the podcasting world in Indiana like sit on it. Well, I do like that. So uh, it's been a um, it's been kind of a slow week. The summer um, box is. offices has slowed down. Yeah. Um, but we do have. I mean, there was some new trailers dropped, and we'll get to our trailer um, here in a little bit. See what number one was right uh, this past week. Yeah. Uh, uh angel has fallen. fallen yeah not a good i mean it led it but yeah i mean not not incredible numbers but not bad i don't i don't remember olympus or uh london being number one to box of i don't know what they came out against but i don't, I don't remember them getting the number one on the first week yeah from uh, deadline.com summer 2019 ending with 4.8 billion plus one percent from last year as angel has fallen takes 14 million over slow labor day weekend mm. So yeah. it was a slow Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Okay. Because I had that um, I had that pulled up just to take a look at it to see where they're at. So, gotcha. Um, I was kind of because October will kick it back up. Oh yeah. I mean, I really. Think, yeah, we got we got some good ones. Joker comes out in October, right? Yeah. And speaking of that, here real fast, um, new trailers are out for Joker, Star Wars, and Terminator. Wow, feels like we're just. Uh, what what, what just year said. is this? I know. <laughs> Um, based on, but the Joker did get an eight minute standing ovation at the Venice uh, Film Festival. So the, it, my 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 big question on that one is, I'm really curious where they end it, like how how it ends off, like wh- you know where does it, where does that movie finish? Does it have you know? Do they leave room for like another Joker? Well, well no, th- that's what they're saying. It's it's basically it, it could be a jump off point if it need be. Okay. Um, from Esquire.com, here's what early reviews are saying about Joker. The film received an eight-minute long-standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, the trailers for Joker are set set a very high bar. They're gorgeous and um, and filled with suggestions that Joaquin Phoenix' performance threatens to unseat Heath Ledger's 11-year-old rung as the best Joker ever. Wow. And, and its debut at the Venice Film Festival Saturday, where it received an eight-minute long-standing ovation. Early reviews are in. As of Sunday, the movie has an 88% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Eight minutes. <clears throat> That's, boy, I'm having sex twice in eight minutes. Whew. 
the film the the film tells the story of a initially mild-mannered clown arthur flex descent into violence and villainy on the crime and poverty rent streets of night it is based in 1981 Gotham okay. critics note the the movie's debt to gritty '70s cinema, including Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver and the King and Comedy, and much of the praise has focused on Phoenix' performance. This is Phoenix' film, declared the Hollywood Reporter, and he inhabits it with insane, in, insanity by turns pitiful and fearsome into an out there performance with no laughing matter. Phoenix delivers the kind of meticulously detailed psychotic break breakdown that he does better than just about any other American actor now working. Okay. I'm in. I've already said I'm in on that one. Yeah, I mean I'm it's. Uh, to see it. So I was um that that's I pulled that email up because I was interested to see what they had to say about it. Oh, you know what? I did see the tra- the second trailer for Rambo for the new Rambo movie. Yeah, I saw that too. That um, came out too. So because I always wonder, I'm like, well, who the hell's he going against, and like why? And then now it turns out he has a niece. Yeah, I so saw it. Say he has mm-hmm. a niece, and something happens to her, and then it's on. So it's, so it's your traditional story. Yeah. Like, and, I was peaceful to maybe unpeaceful. Well, and that's from the first one. I'm like, why is he killing all these people? Like, who are these people? Like, and why? So, and then the second trailer gives you some backdrop as to why he's, you know, he's trying to get her back. It sounds like she's alive because he's like, you know, give me her back or something like that. And so. That's yeah, pretty. Yeah, uh, the, the action scene looks, I mean, you know, a lot of the scenes look really really i mean it sounds pretty cliche but so did those two other rocky movies and and then also creed movies you're like well they're gonna be cliche but they they, i mean they were still pretty well done they're gonna be entertaining yes as much as i mean i hate remakes and i hate you know sequels and um i don't know i mean but you know you're going into you know what you're getting yeah exactly i'm not you know I, i don't see any massive plot twist in this i don't see an eight minute standing ovation no 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 no. Um, in other news, um, Kevin Hart, uh, actually last night, he was driving an old Barracuda, which is a, he was not driving the passenger seat. He was actually injured in a crash, hurt his back, but he is okay. Mm. He was able to get out himself, so. It was not me. No. I was, uh, like, I, I mean, those Barracudas are kind of like along the lines of the Hemi, the Plymouth, I think it's a Plymouth Barracuda. Yeah, it's kind of like a tank anyway. Yeah, but they were driving on Mulholland Drive, Yeah, which is a weird movie, um, but I guess those roads are pretty bad up near Malibu, Mulholland, or Mulholland Drive. All right. I never drove on there. No, I haven't. So I was looking at that one, and then we also lost... Um, we also lost Valerie Harper over the weekend. Yeah, I saw it from what Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, yeah, she's known from the um, she was known from Mary Tyler Moore show, and she was also known for um, Mary Tyler Moore show and Rhoda. Yeah, okay. okay. Rhoda was seventy four to seventy eight, one hundred ten episodes. The Mary Tyler Moore show was from well, 19- it's a spinoff because Ro- Ro- yep. she was Rhoda on Mary Tyler Moore That's show, right. and then she got a spinoff. Yep, and then Mary Tyler Moore went from 1970 to 1977, spanning 92 episodes, and Rhoda did 110 episodes. Good Lord. And then she did... It's kind of weird. The spinoff would do more than... Did I wonder if Frasier did more than Cheers, because Frasier was on for a while, too. Yeah, but man, Cheers was on for a long time. No, I will look that up right now. I don't know. I'll, I'll bet you they're pretty close, because Frasier did run for quite a while. Um, I'm trying to think of... I, I was thinking a different world. And the Cosby Show, I bet you it was close. A different world ran forever, and the only thing that I that I have trouble with that one is the fact that it was uh, that what was her name? 
uh, Lenny Kravitz's wife, Lisa uh, Bonet. Yeah. She was only on that like a different world for not very long because that show was made for her. Yeah, like yeah, they did it for her, and then she pretty much handed it off to what Marissa Tomei and a couple other chicks on there, and Sinbad. Kadeem oh, yeah. Harris. Kadeem Hardison. Hardison, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, I mean, I, that thing ran for a while. I don't know. It might have it rivaled uh, the Cosby show. I'm trying to think of other spinoffs. Um, <laughs> Besides NCIS? Oh, yeah. I, they, Law yeah. and Order SVU? But those, yeah, I don't know that those were... I don't know if those were necessarily spinoffs because those Law and Order all- SVU is because like the Law and Order and Law and Order SVU are two of the closest ones because they've actually they're in they're going on during the same time frame yeah. and they've been on each other's show. That's yeah, probably not really a spinoff, but maybe an extension. That's that's what I'm thinking. A, a spinoff is taking a character from a show and basing another show on that same character and that's not really what that one did joey did remember he moved to la after he left friends he was still playing the same character god i forgot yeah Yeah. man what a good idea that was so frazier was on for 11 seasons what about cheers cheers was at least 10 at least 10 seasons uh it shows it shows 11 right now and i want to see if that's cheers i want to see if that's the final one i believe it because remember at the end they had kirstie alley and she no they both were 11 seasons is that right wow well see the funny thing about that was i frazier when he didn't like leave cheers to go do frazier frazier didn't come till a couple years after cheers was done they just liked the character of frazier and then created a show he didn't leave straight from that show to go do Frasier. I'm I'm pretty sure on Cheers that one. ended on May twentieth, nineteen ninety three. Okay. Uh Frasier started September sixteenth, nineteen ninety three. Is that right? So mm-hmm. they went straight from that to that, but but he never did leave he didn't leave that show to go do no. that. It was basically more of an extension of one of the characters of Cheers. I still think it's a spinoff, but yeah, he never left the show to go do another one. Like uh, like Rhoda. For Mary Tyler Moore, like she left that show to go do her own show. Joni loves Chachi. Oh, Did, yeah. that was based off that. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. I can't. I as mean, as much as I love Scott Bale, mm, I'm not a big fan. Scott Bale fan now. No, how could you? Be? He's a little crazy. No, a little bit. Oh boy's nuts, man. Because it literally says, uh, not literally, but it says. <laughs> Based on Cheers, so I mean, the, the Frasier is. Well, I mean, we know, but yeah. it even says it too. Yeah, I, you know, I'm. Trying I love him. He was my favorite character. Frasier was because he tried I to know. give him real world advice, and I then know. next thing you know, and then he ended up doing the opposite of what he would say to do. When I was younger, I think Woody was probably mine, but then as I've had time to mature and reflect, I think it's got to be Norm. The dude just spent his whole life at the bar. See, I'm not a bar guy, so that's why. Well, that would hurt you. I don't, I can't sing on the bars. To be honest with you, I I used to like it. I'm not really anymore. I want to be that guy, but I just can't. Oh yeah, there's some there are some weird spinoffs on here. Are there? Yeah. I mean, well, maybe we have to do a show on spinoffs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we need to branch out. I mean, that's that's what uh, that's what winners do. Oh, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know, I did see something that pissed me off this week. What's that? So somebody, I think I saw it on Facebook, they they released a video because of all the hype around Tom Cruise, you know, 
passing up Iron Man and all that kind of stuff. So they do a bunch of Robert Downey scenes as Iron Man, but it's Tom Cruise's voice and face dubbed in and and him saying all these like legendary Iron Man lines. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm watching it and I'm, you know, people are like, Oh, don't watch it. If if, if it's going to piss you off. And I'm like, well, now I'm kind of curious and I'm watching it and every single one of them. Yeah. I'm just getting more and more enraged. I'm like, screw you Cruise. Sorry, law dog. But yeah, the crew sucks, and he would have been an awful Iron Man. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he'd been awful, but I, I, I don't know. It, it's that's just one. It's just incredibly difficult to picture anyone else playing that role. So, no, I mean it definitely is. I mean because you look at that and you're like, all right, so this guy is the one that he, he is Iron Man. But I mean we can't say that because I mean you go back and look at. But if you even just hear like I, I don't know, it, well, you'll have to try to find it because it's. It's just infuriating the scene where he, you know, comes out and says, "I am Iron Man," and it, but it's <laughs> it's Tom Cruise's voice, and you're like, "All right, that kind of sucked." Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just think that I mean, Robert Downey was actually wasn't as big as Tom Cruise, obviously, but he, no. but he still people knew him before that, and obviously, yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it took his career off, and we yeah. all agree with that. But yeah. you know, it's been 20 years since he made uh, Eyes Wide Shut. It's been twenty years now. I saw. I read that today. I, I believe. It. I actually probably Stanley Kubrick. I actually would have guessed more, but I remember that thing was a controversy at you know when it came out. Is it too risque or anything like that? I'm like, God, now it's now it's get a PG thirteen rating. Well, yeah, especially it was playing husband and wife, which yeah. was kind of awkward. Yeah, and they were husband and wife. Yeah, playing a husband and wife. Yeah. So here's okay. a here's something that'll warm your hot heart. Got it. This is from CornwallLive.com. So this is basically in the UK. Okay. Um, the TV channel that plays Christmas movies twenty four seven is returning. It's it's our, it, it's it's about to start. I think. Uh, Isn't that called Hallmark Channel? September tenth. September tenth. This channel. Uh, here I have the details. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh, but. What used to be called True Christmas is returning this month in a matter of fact. Now officially in September, the countdown to Christmas begins. Okay, perhaps it's a little early. However, one sign that the festive season is fast approaching us is that a dedicated TV channel to Christmas movies is returning to our screens in just a matter of days. The company seems to want us to leave the warmer days of summer behind and start preparing ourselves for candy cane snow and Santa Claus sneaking down the chimney. Even though they are still dozens and dozens of sleep to go to, to go to Christmas. Yep. Yep. Sony movies from make anyone feel merry as the company has announced they are launching their Christmas movie channel this month reports the mirror previously known as true Christmas. The channel this year will be called Sony movie Christmas. We'll be keeping the holiday spirit from September through January with a sleigh load of Yuletide delights. The channel official returned to screens across the UK on Tuesday, September 10th, playing nothing but Christmas movies 24-7. My heart's still cold. Uh, with movies such as Holiday Road Trip, Christmas with the Crank, Silver Bells, and uh, Defending Santa on the schedule. Still, outside of the classics, my favorite, Fred Claus. I could watch Fred Claus all day. I love that movie. I might be Elf. God, that is a good one, too. Just because, I mean, I think I mean, Elf. I mean, you got your, I, to me. You got, and then you, you, we go in. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. You got that. I mean, mine's a, It's a Wonderful Life. I always, that one always gets me when, you know, hey, 
to my big brother George, the richest man in town. Yeah, I'm tearing up at that one. Uh, but Fred Claus, I, I, I think, is very, very funny. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be pretty popular. So It doesn't. I don't think Fred Claus gets the acclaim it should as a Christmas movie. Well, I mean, Vince Vaughn was on such a hot streak, and then yeah. and it wasn't like rated R over the top. No, but I, I thought it was very funny. I thought it was a very clever take on it. It's Santa Claus's brother. Like, I thought that was great. And then the scene when he's in Brothers Anonymous or whatever, he's got, it's like Bill Clinton's brother, Stallone's brother's in there, you know, stuff like And one of the Baldwins, I don't know which one, but one of the Baldwins was in there. Was there four of them in there? No, it was just one of them. I don't remember. It was the one that was from um, Usual Suspects. Billy? Is it, was that Billy? No, it's Steven. That's Steve. I think it was Steve. Yeah, it was Steven. That's right now. I remember that scene. He's the one that's not diehard Christian now. Yeah. He's the blonde haired one. Oh, he's blonde now? He wasn't born in that movie. Well, he, he's the one that was in Biodome. Yes. Yes, correct. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Biodome. I love that that's the one you went with for him. That's the only one I remember. He was in Usual Suspects. You already said that, though. Oh. Just in case there are other people like Usual Suspects, why would we watch that for? He was in... Even though you guys talked last week how great the movie was. Where else was he in? I don't know. He's probably in... He's stuff. awful. Yeah, he's not good. But I get the <coughs> Comedy Central's got the roast of Alec Baldwin coming up September oh, 15th. Yeah. I do enjoy I, I do enjoy those. I'll be, I'll be curious. Yeah, I just watched the one on, uh, that had Bieber. Uh, oh, yeah. The roast of Bieber. Um, uh, when they go after Shaq, it's hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I, I'd forgot that Will Ferrell did a cameo as Ron Burgundy on yep. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. That was pretty funny. So what we're going to get into, obviously, not a lot of trailers dropping. A lot. Of, I'm talking about nationwide release. This is a um, one because there's a lot of Netflix coming up, so I'll, we'll have those in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. So this one's called Motherless Brooklyn, Edward Norton, Bruce Willis. So let's check this one out, Star and then cast. and then uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. All right. Okay. Okay, listen. Whoa. I got something wrong with me. That's the first thing to know. I got threads in my heads. I got threads in my heads, man. I twitch and shout a lot. <laughs> Makes me look like a damn freak show. Can't you ever cut that out? I'm sorry. Touch it, Bailey. I'm sorry. But inside my head's an even bigger mess. I can't stop twisting things around. Words and sounds especially. Have to keep playing with them until they come out right. (laughs) Sorry. Jeez. Forget I asked. Like I said, a damn mess. Then I started working for Frank. Frank Minna, Private Eye. Boys. Frank, frankly, frankly, Franco. He's the one who taught me how to use my head, turn it into a strength. He gave me a place in this crappy world until I screwed up. Frank! Brooklyn's just in trouble now. Does anybody know what Frank was into on this? There's something going down and it's big and they were not happy about what he found. We find who did this and we square accounts. If I figure it out, I'm gonna make him regret it. I promise you that. That's her. That's the girl that Frank was following. I think she found something. What happens to poor people in this city wasn't news yesterday and it won't be tomorrow. Where's everybody go? Mostly just disappear. This town is run by Moses Randolph. When someone isn't seen for what they truly are, that's a very dangerous thing. Do you have the first inkling how power works? Power is knowing that you can do whatever you want and not one person can stop you. 
Those people are invisible. They don't exist. If you threaten his work, he will destroy you. You all alone? You got no idea. You're webbed up in this somehow, and these people aren't going to stop. If, if, if. You got a head just like mine, always turning things around. Some people call it a gift, but it's a brain affliction just the same. You remember what I said? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. What don't I know? a loaded cast yeah and and, and with edward I mean, norton you know it's probably been edited 13 times yeah because edward he, norton's a beast yeah he is very underrated no i think i, I think i think he he's done things to make himself be put in that way where he's difficult to work with um even as an actor trying to change scripts trying to do yeah. this yeah. yeah i still like him no 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 i love his work i love him but I think that's why he doesn't get as many roles as he should because of those things. I wish he would. Yeah. But yeah, William Defoe. Yeah. Wow. God, good Defoe sighting. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I'm in. I think that one out. November first. Yeah, and that's. Um, I haven't heard shit about that. Well, well, I think it's a. I think it's a low budget movie. I hate to yeah, say it. it doesn't look like it's a. It's a situation where Willis is in it a ton. It's not like he's the main guy. Like you know. It's an Edward Norton movie with Bruce Willis in it. Looks like. I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, do you think Bruce Willis still has the star power he once had? I do. I still think slapping his name in there. He, 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 I, I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I don't think there's movies where you put him in and it's going to like sell out the box office. No, I'm not saying that. That's what is happening there. I don't think this is going to sell out box offices. But I think I, I still think he's a big enough name that you're like, oh crap. Bruce Willis. Okay, maybe I'll take a peek. Well, and you also have Michael Kenneth Williams in it. I don't know uh-huh. if you, you know who that is, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's so great in The Wire, Twelve Years a Slave, yeah. okay, Boardwalk Empire. So no, I mean that's a killer. That's like an actor's actor movie. Yeah, no kidding. Wesley yeah. Mann is in that. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't see him in the trailer. Did you say him? No. I'm sorry. Who Le- did you say? Leslie Mann. Oh no. What, Wait, which one was Leslie that? Mann is the one that's married to, um, she's in Knocked Up, This Is 40. Oh, I didn't see her in that. I didn't either. But oh, and, she's right. a, and she's also married to Judd Apatow. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, I, no, I didn't see her in that. And the last person I'll bring up is one of my favorite actors is Ethan Suppley. He was in My Name is Earl as Earl's yeah. brother. Oh, okay. But he was also an American. I, he, I thought I saw him. Yeah, he, yeah. He's also an American, American yeah. History X with yeah. Ed, Nor- Ed Norton. Yeah, I like him. He was in. Yeah. He was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he's been a lot. Well, he was in uh, Remember J- the Titans. James Silent Bob. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been a lot. I don't see a sailboat. <laughs> Stanley comes at the end sailboat. All right, so what we have here. I was watching GQ um, on YouTube. And they do it with actors like Mark Wahlberg and other big actors to say, break down your most iconic roles. And he started talking about, you know, the fighter was one about how he wanted to make sure he did right by the family mm-hmm. because they had done, I guess in that town, they had actually done um, a documentary about everybody in that town was like addicted to crack. Yeah. So. That was a true story. Like that, that was true that they did do, it was an HBO special 
that about crack in that particular town, and mm-hmm. his brother was on it. Yep. So yeah, that 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 was true. So no, and that's why Mark Wahlberg wanted to be really careful when he go, went through to make the movie and how difficult it was to get made, and and then different. So if you get to watch watch those, they're on oh, YouTube. Great movie, The Fighter. So. But watch those GQ, um, like they had William Defoe break down. I just watched the Kevin Bacon one break down. He broke down all his iconic roles. Footloose. Um, Footloose and Tremors. He's done. You uh, don't even need to talk about it anymore. Sleepers. Oh, yeah. That was a good one, too. That was a rough one to watch. Yeah. I, for, well, I, have, I forgot I watched it, then they brought it up, and I was like, I cringed a little bit. Yeah. I used to play a lot of good roles. Uh, um, no, and he talked about how he didn't even want to, like certain roles he didn't even want to play, like uh, a few good men. Like you, it was hard for him to play a, like a straight good character, like a good guy. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's why we decided to um, voted on by the fans rank her top fifty um, based on true story, true events. We know, I know Hollywood's going to take liberties. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of surprised at fifty one right there that we can see. Oh, the Social Network. Social Network. I was kind of surprised that I thought that was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it, Justin Timberlake. I guess maybe it's just yeah. because you don't. I guess probably because you're never going to get a straight answer from Zuckerberg, so you don't know exactly how true that movie is, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and then that had... I thought it was entertaining. No, I did too. I, uh, my, still my favorite line. If, if you were the inventor of Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. <laughs> like when he says it to the uh, Winklevosses. Yep. I love that line. Um, number 51, what's the social network? And number 50 is Argo, which great is... Great movie. How wh- is it? 50? Which is ba- Are you kidding me? Um, if you haven't seen that one, that's a great movie about how they get people. Is it out of Libya? Uh, no, it is. It's the U.S. Embassy in. Was it? I thought it was in. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know. Is it Iran? Maybe. I, I think it was. I think it was Iran. Uh, I actually think it was Iran. Forty nine. We are Marshall. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, which is based on the the horrible plane crash of the team. Yeah, for the Marshall football team. Um, good movie. I, I I guess I the story is worth telling. I actually I don't know. Not really one of my favorites. I mean, because I watch all those. You I mean, know, I watched those, it once. It was okay. Yeah, I, I, I was very. It was okay. I, McConaughey's character was very weird, but I I'd read that that. You know, that coach was kind of out there and um, the story with Matthew Fox, you know, the assistant coach, he was like the lone surviving coach. And it was all because somebody he decided to trade places with one of the coaches on that flight to go do a recruiting trip instead of taking that flight home. Pulled a La Bamba. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you know, and his story was interesting how, you know, McConaughey gets him to to come on and – you know, to, to help rebuild the school and stuff like that. So, I, okay, I guess. Uh, 48 is Philadelphia, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, which we've talked about in the show before. Why didn't I know that was based on a true story? I didn't think, I didn't know that was based on a true story. I just thought it was an incredible movie. I did not know that was based on a true story. Andrew Beckett? That was a real, well, they might that have changed, a real person. Well, they might have changed their names, though. And one of the mainstream Acknowledge each of the homosexuality. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was a true story though. But okay, uh, Casino, yeah, yeah. Again, altered names. Yeah, altered names to prote- but, protect the innocent. But yeah, I mean, loose. I, I guess loosely, probably based on a true story. Uh, yeah, probably very loose. A great movie, but I mean, okay. 
Go ahead. And then uh, the next one is Ray. Too low. Too low. Jamie Foxx's performance in that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was uh like it was kind of rough to watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, you really feel uh, for for Ray Charles, like the family, because I'd probably say what eighty to eighty five percent of that movie, he's not a good guy. I know like, he's not. He's not a good human. Um, but you know, gets his life turned around and ends up, you know, and they don't really touch on everything he did after he gets clean. Um, you know, all, all the good work that he did and everything like that. But, uh, I thought it was a great movie and yeah, I'm in on that one. Maybe so, it's, so I, Philadelphia, I, I think it's smidge too low. Yeah. Philadelphia was, that's why I was looking it was based at. on a true story. So that's why I was reading, reading the, the film. Philadelphia was not a fictional movie as TriStar picture says, but the true story of an attorney who sued the world's largest law firm for hiring him because he had AIDS, a law, lawyer. Are you firing him? Yeah, fire now. Okay. Sorry. Other defendants in the case included Roy uh, Neeswire, who wrote the screenplay for screenplay for Philadelphia. All right. So, okay. But I mean, we were younger during that time when that came out. Yeah, though. I just I never remember hearing that that was based on a true story. So, okay. Can I, can I just skip this one, please? What Passion of the Christ? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Pass. Okay. And I'm not saying anything negative about it, but I I know we have viewers that will send in <laughs> send in things that I don't want to hear about. Yeah. Yeah, forty four Gettysburg. Um, I don't remember that all that well. I think I mean I vaguely remember that. Is that ma- was no? That's not the magic. No, that's glory. Glory. Uh, this is Gettysburg. Martin 19- Sheen, Tom Berenger. Yeah, imagine Sam, Tom Sam Elliott. Imagine that Tom Berenger around a gun. It's not a good idea. No, he's he's snapper. Yeah, forty three Moneyball. I, I enjoyed that movie. Great movie. Yeah great movie if you guys don't know that's about the oakland a's and that's actually about um I'm just a little bit caught in the middle there's a daughter singing that yeah jonah hill's in it brad pitt's in it and then he is playing um Bill, billy uh, bean billy bean yep yep who's still with the oakland a's yep but never brought him a world series right not yet <laughs> not yet slow ball is it what's called slow ball oh <laughs> It's uh, we'll, even my Cubs won a World Series. It's uh, we'll get there someday. Uh, Cinderella Man, love this movie. Russell Crowe, Renee Zellweger, Paul Giamatti. It's about the Great Depression. I mean, he's yep. basically just brought in like he had to eat before the fight. He hadn't ate forever. Hash, Eats hash. hash. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Paul Giamatti sells all his furniture. Still has the apartment, but yep. won't let anybody in. James J. Braddock is who that uh, is based off. And they of. actually have footage of that. They show at the end, correct? Yes, they do. That's yeah. yeah Check out do. Cinderella Man. I mean, yeah. Russell Crowe. Oh, but uh, the, the the cinematography, the filmography of it was fantastic because every once in a while they clip to black and white and they kind of show it that way. I mean, it's very, very well done. Tremendous movie. See it. Um, Gangs in New York. Mark Scorsese. Again, I didn't. I didn't it, know this was a true story. It's it's based on it's based on the actual gang. And never mind. I was about to say it's based on the actual gangs, Arby. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, you <laughs> is know that the, where they got the he, name? Oh, I got you. All right, they cool. were thinking of names. Yeah, clever. They're gonna think the the hoodlums of New York. Clever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but this. I, I was very okay with that movie. I loved it. I, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I could. Well, I I own it. I could watch it all the time. Really? Because of Bill the Butcher. I, I, I mean, he was to me. He was the best part of that he movie. Taps he, on he, that fake eye. Yeah. Even with the, you know DiCaprio in it and Cameron Diaz, like 
it it was his show. Like he was great in that movie. And then our man John C. Riley. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Anytime you get a good John. And C. then man. also don't forget who actually was Leonardo's dad. Oh, I watched a good uh, Liam. Truth. Yeah. Oh, it was Liam Neeson, wasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I watched a good story. Now you say John C. Riley. I, I watched a uh, true uh, a true movie, Stan and Ollie. Yeah. About uh, Stan. Uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. And uh, I, I hadn't watched that yet. But a really good movie. No, I heard. Really good movie. One thing I'm um, I'm trying to do is is go back to the early times of some movies that were really great. Like, I'm talking about, like, beginning of the, you know, movies so I can watch Laurel and Hardy and then all some of these other yeah. things that I've seen. Watching and- that movie made me uh, kind of want to be like, I kind of want to maybe go see some of those. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's at the end of their career. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of uh, basically the very tail end of their career and this kind of final tour that they went after they hadn't been together for years and uh, but it's it's got the guy from you know the other guys yeah the guy who they arrest for scaffolding yes. I can't remember what his name is but he either. plays Stan Laurel oh wow and uh, I which I and and honestly is I mean he's phenomenal. Like his manner, he's great and looks the part. He look well, and they make John C. Riley look. They, I mean, they got him in a fat suit and everything, and uh, he, you know, he he looks really good. They called Ollie. They called him uh, Babe. Like, that was what, his nickname. Is it Stan and Ollie? Stan and Ollie. Uh, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Yeah. John C. Riley. Shirley Henderson. Two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, good movie. See it. It's it, it's worth a watch. Uh, it was good. Uh, the next one's one of my favorite movies, number 40, Mississippi Burning, Gene Hackman. Boy, too too low. When you start saying Gene Hackman, it should be Gene F. Hackman. <laughs> I mean, because he is the man. Yeah. Uh, well, too, the, too, too low. That scene, uh, that scene. I don't know. I better see some good ones. The scene there. when he goes down there and just starts tearing the people apart is great. Yeah. He's like, you need to follow the raw. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't follow the wall. Yeah. And it's William DeVoe. Yeah. And it's, uh, oh, okay. Francis McDonald. Yeah. It's based on um, civil rights people from the north who come down to the yep. south and they actually get killed and they actually, it's two you, white kids and one black kid they actually bury. Do you know what state? Uh, <laughs> I almost, I was like, what? <laughs> 39, uh, the newer one, Wolf <coughs> of Wall Street. I think that's why it's kind of moved up a little higher, which is based on, I, I've actually watched Jordan Belfort talk <coughs> and uh, very fascinating guy. Oh yeah, he's still he's still doing. Some is he shit. still doing touring? He's doing shady stuff over the seas and stuff. Is he? Yeah, shocker. Proud of him. The Reverend. All I know is the best scene in that is Margot Robbie and that bedroom scene where she just opens her legs and you're just like, holy hell! Oh no, the be- one of the best scenes is him and McConaughey having breakfast. That's the most. Well, yeah. Every three minutes, yeah. And I was just like, he's like, it's you want legendary? <laughs> yeah. He's- yeah, that's great. So, and number 38, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Tom Hardy, the Reverend. Again, I don't, I, I know it's a, gr- it's a great movie. I didn't know it's based on a true story. I don't think that's based on a true story. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. All right. I didn't think it was. I just thought it was a really, really good movie. It might be based on true events. There's that's, a difference between true I'm, story and true Yeah, events. that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, yes. Do I think that shit like that probably happened? Yeah. But it wasn't based on actually something that happened. So, okay. Like, actual person. Like, that wasn't that what happened to a person. Because I have a feeling there's going to be one on here that I'm going to be really pissed off about. But go ahead. 
I already know which one mine is, but that's because it's changed over the years. Okay. Well, we'll um, the next one is 37 is Monster. You seen that? Yes. She's really good. Have you seen any interviews of yes. the actual woman and you know, bio stories on her? Holy balls, did she nail it. Her mannerisms, everything, her demeanor is fantastic. She, she nailed that one. That's a good movie. Well, actually, not if you're a guy. But. So, I did look it up. The song Six Weeks by Monsters and Men is inspired by true, the true tale of American frontiersman Hugh Glass. So From The Revenant? Yeah. So, so they so Hugh Glass is, yeah. All right. So, but it says also says the Reverend is a fictional retelling of Glass's encounter. So it's okay. basically based on true events because okay. he was legendary. But you know, I like like Billy the Kid. Yeah, is based on true events, but it can be told so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know this bridge one. on River Kwai. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Uh, nor do I really even know any of those actors in that. It's a nineteen. It's a World War Two epic. What's it? It's the bridge on... On River Kwai? Uh, yeah, I got it right here. I've heard of it. It's a 1957 movie. No wonder we haven't heard of it. British POW is... Order- actually, I don't know why I've actually heard of it. Like I, th- I think my dad maybe said yeah. it was a great movie mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't, I don't remember uh, I've heard of it. British POWs ordered to ordered by their Japanese captors construct a bridge of strategic importance and are happy to sabotage and delay the progress until their command officer orders them to continue the work and hinder to its competi- a completion at this his actions. So that's what it's based on. So it's based on a world world Japanese Yeah, World War II, yeah. Next one is Hotel Rwanda, which is basically, it's about a hotel in Rwanda. It's basically was because there was genocide going on in Rwanda at that time, and the hotel was uh, trying to keep those everybody safe. Don yeah. Cheadle's in it. Great movie. Nick Nolte. And then... Joaquin. Yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, do you know this one, 34? Yes, way too low. Amadeus? Oh, I, I thought I couldn't read it from here. Oh, yeah, it's Amadeus. That's uh, Jeffrey Jones. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic portrayal of. Uh, I mean, not that you know, because I'm uh, obviously it was so long ago, but uh, very dark, and it does kind of document as far as because a lot of people had said like he was very out of control. Amadeus Mozart was, and uh, very dark. It's a very dark movie, um, but good. Yeah, it was all the way up to the end of his life. It was ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, four for four from Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. uh, Wolfgang. Yeah, there's um, some. Yep. Yeah, there's some that say that you know that that was one of the best biography movies that's ever been. So, yeah, I did, did hear that one on there. Um, this is the one I got a problem with. Pass. And we because well, I ruined it for you. N- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Joe Montana ruined it. I didn't ruin and it, and that's fine. You just let me know Rudy. What, what Joe said. But uh, yeah, Joe Montana basically just just blasted, just pissed all over Rudy. Yeah, was like, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, wait, yeah, that because the backstory. Happen. I don't think I've ever told it on here. Um, like Dan Patrick Show was like one of the first podcasts I was able to listen to back in 2011 and 12 as I traveled. So that was kind of my inspiration. I really wanted to get into podcasting. And one of the episodes I listened to was Joe Montana telling when they asked about Rudy. So, whew. yeah. Number 32 is Patton. I mean, again, this is that's kind of like an Amadeus. Like, that's a top five movie because uh, George C. Scott's portrayal of, of Patton. And it's got the 
the infamous scene, you know, where he's got the the American flag behind him and he's giving a, a speech to the troops, and it's like, no, nah, that's a to me at thirty two, that's too low. That's a great movie. Uh, the next one is the Diary of Anne Frank. I feel like they've done so many of those. I, I, this is the one from 1959. Um, all right. I, I mean, I, I can't really speak on that one. I mean, I know that because they've they've done a couple different Diary of Anne Frank. So, well, there was a play. Of, yeah, there was a play that was big, and then they they did it. They did a couple. Different but that's movies. why I type the movies. This is what I'm talking about. Like I want to go back and watch Patton. I want to mm-hmm. go back and watch Diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. I haven't watched this next movie, number thirty, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, in a long time. I've watched it, but again, I those were fictional characters. No, they're not. Robert Leroy Parker, better known as Butch Cassidy, was a U.S. train robber and bank robber and the leader of a criminal organization outlaw known as the Wild Bunch in the U.S. Old West. All right. He died November seventh, nineteen oh eight, and um, I guess I Bolivia. never, I never viewed that as a uh, as a true story because they didn't they make a second one, uh, not with the Robert Redford and um, yeah, and Paul Newman, yeah, all right. So and Doc Holliday is true. Why Earp is yeah. real? <laughs> so yeah, I feel I feel you. Okay. Um, and then now we're to the right stuff. Uh, I. I remember this. Drama film. Signed book on the name of the Navy Marine. You know, every time they say, you know, every time they say the right stuff, you know, I want to do, don't you? No. You got the right stuff. New kids on me. Yeah. Uh, The adaptation of the nonfiction novel by Tom Wolfe chronicles the first 15 years of America's space program by focusing on the life of Mercury astronauts, including John Glenn, Ed Harris, and Alan Shepard, Scott Glenn. Okay. Yeah, so that's what that was. I'll probably I see, check that one out. I mean, that's another 98% on Tom Tom yeah. Radio. How many see that one then? Uh, this next one creeped me out, Zodiac. Yeah, very creepy, but very good. Yeah, I mean, you got Robert Downey Jr., you got Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Bane yeah. Seeley, the Zodiac Killer in California during that time. Was it San Francisco? I believe it was. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, you take Gyllenhaal out of there, and that movie is 100% guaranteed, but you know my thoughts on Gyllenhaal. I don't remember what character he played in that movie, do you? He was the... A reporter? Yeah, I think he was a reporter. Yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> um, But yeah, if you ever can watch some documentary footage on the Zodiac Killer... Yeah, it's good. Uh, he, he, was, he, he was weird. He wore an ACDC hat, I think, during one of the attacks. Was it one? Yeah. And they would, you, it was, he, I knew it was a band. I couldn't remember And then one. he actually got his teeth fixed during the trial. Mm-hmm. And then he would smile at the jurors. Yeah. Got it started combing his hair and weird. Richard... Um, Oh, you got to be kidding me. Richard something. So. Don't remember. Um, 27 Bohemian Rap City. Yep. Uh, See it. Obviously Queen. Great, great movie. I was worried about that kid playing Freddie Mercury. Uh, he absolutely knocked it out of the park. Was was truly impressive. His show on USA is great, too. Oh, really? I haven't seen it. Yeah. I watched a few episodes. Mr. Robot. It has Christian Slater in it. It's actually really good. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, the next one, another Leonardo DiCaprio. Too low. The Aviator. Too low. Um, as you know. Too low. Martin Howard Martin, Yeah, also done by Martin Scorsese. Yeah, but just way too low. He was so good. So eccentric. In that movie. Another John C. Riley. Yep. But uh, but yeah, just you get a real in-depth perception. I mean, it's, uh, his, his portrayal of Howard Hughes is amazing. 
We get, this is way too low. This is a top three. Number 25 is Lincoln. This is a top three. Uh, you got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Daniel Day-Lewis, one of my favorites, Sally Field. Um, but yeah, Lincoln, it's great portrayal. I, I guess, yeah, Sally Field's portrayal of uh, Mary Todd. Uh, but his life is so tragic if you go back and oh listen God, to it. Oh, God, his whole life was. Yeah, I mean, not his I, whole I, life he's I'm not even talking. Beef. I'm not even talking about getting killed at the end. Yeah, yeah, not even the ending of it. Because his yeah. wife is kind of basically mad. Yeah. And yeah. then this young son lost, died. Because they lost a yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, I mean, just, again, at 25, way too low. At, at worst, it's a top five. Well, and that's at worst. You know, I, I about said, you know, but he was somehow able to keep his head up. And I was like, dude, he got shot in the theater. Yeah. Jesus, BJ. Yeah. Be better than that. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the Elephant Man from 1980. Uh, this actually is a uh, Anthony Hopkins discovers Joseph Merrick in a sideshow born. I've actually watched this congenital disorder. Magic uses to figure to earn a living as the Elephant Man. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I've actually seen it because that's based on because uh, uh, the old rumor was like Michael Jackson bought the Alpha Man's bones. Oh, I remember hearing something yeah. about that. Yeah, twenty three is Aaron Brockovich. Um, she actually, I mean, the the true story yeah. I mean, she actually did real something amazing for that town. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and, and it's the a one, great story. And the, one of the best things in the movie is like she. It's funny is because she's like, "Why? How do you think you're going to get them in?" She's like, "They're called boobs, Bob." Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, she was really good. Man. Didn't she win for that? Yeah, so she won an yep. Academy Award or Oscar. Or something. Yeah. This one I got a problem with a little bit. And no, not because he's black, and not because it's Will Smith, but the pursuit of happiness. Because when I've read articles and look, you know, looked up stuff on this guy, mm-hmm. apparently he's not as good a guy as it came off in that movie. Apparently he's kind of a real piece of shit. So it's kind of a Rudy. Yeah, kind of. No, Ru- Rudy Rudiger, the real person, is a really great guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about where it's two different ways. Yeah, yeah I see what yeah. you're saying. That's yeah. you know, because I I love that movie. I thought it was a great movie, and then I was just like, I think I watched it, and I was just like, you know, I'm gonna Google and research, and you know, uh, did a, you know looked up some things on him, and apparently that guy is, was was not really that impressive of a human. Yeah. So. That's all. That's all I know. And again, I got a problem with this next one. The sound of music. That's not a true story. Is it not? No. Why is it not? It's it's set during a real time, but I don't think that's based on a true story. Like I don't think there was actually a Von Trapp family. I, I don't. I don't see it. Well, I, I went through the reunion a few years ago. The Von Trapp reunion. <laughs> yeah. It must have been a good one. Uh, I, I don't think that was based on a true story. Man, I, think, I think it was set during. Like my phone is going automatically based on true story. Every time I put it in a movie, it's funny. <laughs> the Von Trapp family is singing in a radio show in London, and the story it tells is a true one up to the point. The film was an adaptation, 1959 Rogers and Hammerstein musical of the same name, which itself was based on Maria Van Trapp's book, The Story of the Trapp Family Singers. So it is an adaptation of real people. All right. Adaptation. Yeah. Not based. Adaptation. I'm tired of adaptations i don't want adaptations. okay all I right this one. Uh, no 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 america no let me let me and, and ask you this question how many people we talk about movies all the time let's take general people um that like hey based on a true story right mm-hmm. how many more people are going to watch it than and hey this is an adaptation of someone you, I, you know that's probably why they do that a lot more don't you think yeah but i like the true ones i mean like, like american sniper how much of that can actually be true 100 percent Cooper did it in Eastwood. 100%. 
Yeah. No, I thought that's one of my favorites. I, I don't I like it. watching it. It's a great movie. I, um, I think it's acted as no, no, no. well as you can. I, th- I, I think the story was something, and it's pretty impressive the amount of both positive press it got and negative press. Everybody, Jesse Ventura and all the you know all these people coming out saying, "Yeah, that guy was a you know he's not a good guy and he's not a American hero and all this kind of stuff." But man, four tours of duty. For our no, country. and that's not. And, yeah, no, and, that's not my take. Shit, like, my take is, my take is, this is a great movie, but it's also a wake up movie to say, hey, when these people are coming home, we're not taking care of them. Yeah, like yeah. he needed help. You yeah, know, they're, he com- did. they're coming home with some real problems, and, and then I think that probably opened a lot of eyes in regards. And I hope, to that. and that's why I liked it. But yeah, I mean, when he calls his wife, says I'm ready to come home, and on the phone on the roof, and you're just like, son of a gun. Yeah. Yep. Very like, powerful. Uh, very good movie. I have a problem with this one. I do too. Number nineteen. I do too. I hate the old lady. That I wish she would have just jumped off the back of the boat. I wish she would have had that big freaking rock and just let it carry her to the bottom. I don't know. Hate her. Hate it. Hate the movie because none of that shit was real. You didn't even have to watch the movie. You know it ran into an iceberg and went down. Yeah. So I had to watch DiCaprio, and I, the only thing that I love about that movie now at this point. Is the debate, could they both have fit on that thing? And did Jack have to die? Jack wanted to. We I, yeah, that. We, we've, we've talked about this several times. He's he, like, man, I got no job. Yeah, she's like, dude, I got plenty of room on this thing. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I have no job. I have no I'm money. Good. He already slept with her. He already. So he's yeah. like, yeah. This one, I like the story, but I don't think it's that big of an like yeah. a impact movie. To put it at 18. Cool Runnings. Man. It's uh, John Candy, who's our boy. Mm-hmm. And Doug E. Fresh. Mm-hmm. So well. I, I enjoyed the movie, but I just don't think a, a true story comedy is fun, I guess. But I don't I don't yeah. I just don't think it's good as some of the other one. Not not at eighteen. Uh seventeen, I love this movie, Hidden Figures. It goes behind yes. the scenes. Yeah. Of love the, Costner. Yeah. Love Costner in that movie and the rapport he has with uh I can't remember which you know girl it is, but you know, they the way he treats her and she fights back and I, I it, very impressive movie about what the first was it it wasn't the first yeah it was the first space flight wasn't it i think it was the first orbited flight that that, that that's what they're working on for nasa yeah and they're behind and they're the, the first, scenes and they're the first african-american mm-hmm. females yep. to mm-hmm. to get in there so yeah very good movie uh, 16 is a great escape, which is Good a classic one. Steve McQueen movie about yep. Alcatraz, which they say no one ever escaped, but as we know, people, they was... no, 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 that's not this one. Oh, what's this one? This is an American World War II. Oh, epic. yes. The great escape you're thinking of is Clint Eastwood. Yes. When they escaped from Alcatraz. And it was called which... Escape from Alcatraz, wasn't it? Yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. Yep. Yeah. This is a World War II epic film based on an escape by British and commonwealth pow's oof so yeah uh another great movie 12 years a slave didn't watch it uh it's it's uh, be, uh, it's, it's it, rough yeah and that's that's what i remember hearing about they were like man yeah they're, they're pretty much just getting wailed on the whole time and i'm like okay, yep. all right i'm good so i watched it um but yeah i i watched that one 12 years yeah. a slave if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie i disagree with this one too though to be honest perfect storm yeah he talked about this one today uh or when i watched Ooh. that oh Wahlberg. Wahlberg. yeah yeah so this was based off a real family. Yes. No, yeah. I, I knew the characters are real. My only problem is that's where it ends. Because you have 
no idea except you're so encapsulated with what happened to them on that boat and they got that argument one guy gets you know dragged into the water by a hook and john c Riley again there he is but uh so you tell me some people from boston but you have no idea of any of that shit actually yeah people from boston with boston but they fight a wave Dude, they did. Get out of here. I think there's get, one. Get out. Who there, the, there's a cut scene where I think Wahlberg fights a shark. Like, he punches <laughs> it in the face and it takes off or, you know, something. But, uh, yeah, I. I so, the story. At 14, give me a The break. story he told about this was um, he found out he never had sushi until he had this movie, right? He was a big raw fish guy. Good for him. So, he went to one place the night before and then. You know, there'd be like three days where you don't shoot or you'd be in your trailer because the way they have to do things or whatever. Well, he had sushi. He had to shoot the next day. And then in between takes, he's thrown up over the boat. (laughs) Almost projectile vomit in George Clooney's face. Nice. Um, That's a good family movie. The Perfect Storm. But I guess bring on the wave. Yeah. Uh, 13, we brought up earlier. Glory. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Great, great, great. Denzel, Matthew Broderick. Fantastic movie. Uh, I'm all in on it. That was a good one. Uh, number 12, we both love. I love this movie, but I mean, some of the characters are real, but it's not like there was actually there. I mean, apparently there was a very good player who's loosely based off Dottie Henson mm-hmm. um, and who had a sister in the league and things of that nature. So it's a great story. It's just not that's another one it's based on events well what i liked about a league of their own and like 12 years of slave and some of these other things is is even if it's an adaptation of real events that's the word i was looking for um but it but it brings like i would have never known there was a female baseball league during the what world war ii yeah i would never known it and i would never research no, it or look not it until up. this no so that's why i like that yeah um no, I agree. and hanks hanks and gina davis their performances were and you know my thoughts on her sister Kit. I hate her, I but can't she played stand a, her. But that's the great character that she played. No, hate her. Hated the character. Hated Kit. Whiny bitch the entire movie. Hated her. Hated her. Hated her. Wanted her leg to get snapped. I was so pissed off at Gina Davis for not holding on to that ball at the end. So she did it all season, and then against her sister, she it falls out. No, no. So no. they so they did what they wanted. They did the director did what he needed to do because he made you not like the character made that one better because you know they could actually edit and tell people how to act right yeah okay i'm just making mm-hmm. sure because mm-hmm. it wasn't filmed reality television right maybe like they had like cut action maybe still hate her <laughs> good lord hate her and everything she's been in you can't even name anything else she's been in uh point break you cannot say anything bad about anybody in point break her that's the rule her everybody else was amazing even yeah. gary Busey. Wow, you're a sad individual. Agreed. Uh, number 11 is Tombstone. This movie is great, but... Love it. Uh, but I think, I mean, it's... Exaggerated in this <laughs> for uh, for sales, but phenomenal. Because that's, that's why it's too cause, high. Because during the Old West, what they did was they would do what is it, dime store books. Mm-hmm. And so they would take a story and then mm-hmm. embellish it because they want basically... Yeah. So, yeah. Now, so Wyatt Earp that Costner did was more uh, factual yes. than this. Yes. Uh, both wider obviously Kurt Russell played wider but Tombstone. the showdown to OK Corral is a famous yeah. story forever yeah and it's not as big of a deal in uh, where it's like the climax in this yeah. movie mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal in wider uh, with Kevin Costner so um, that, yeah see I mean I, I would have put Wyatt Earp ahead of Tombstone as far as from a 
uh, factual, you know, movies based on real people and real events and things like that. So yeah, like how did anybody know he said I'll be a Huckleberry? Come on, yeah, I don't Why care, not? but that's still one of the greatest lines ever. Love Val Kilmer in that one. Uh, number ten, uh, Braveheart. Huh. I don't know how to feel about that one. I know that there was a revolt led uh, by William Wallace, uh, and because that—that was—I believe that was, yeah, I believe that was actually his name was Will, William Wallace. Yeah, uh, William Wallace was born in this period after his father Malcolm was killed by an English knight called Fenwick. William grew up and was educated by his mm-hmm. uncle in an in Abbey. In yeah. an Abbey, A-B-B-E-Y. Yeah. There's no historical facts that William's uncle took William with him as shown in the film. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's probably things, but it's a very good movie. Um, this is one. This is an interesting one here at nine. Yeah. Uh, good Morning Vietnam. Because mm-hmm. that, that is Adrian Cronauer. Which I believe that was actually a radio DJ's name. Now, I think a lot of the events that happened in that movie that led to him leaving, I don't think a lot of that was factual stuff, but um, but a very, I mean, I want to say entertaining, but not really, because, you know, he, I mean, Robin Williams, the first like 45 minutes of that movie, dude, every time he's on the screen, which is a majority of the time, he is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But then it gets, then it takes a twist. It takes a dark turn uh, where, you know, he's kind of befriended this Vietnamese kid because he wants, wants to try to get with her sister or with his sister. Uh, I don't know. It's got a little dark, but uh, it was okay. Yeah. I, I watched it when I was younger uh, with my mom. I remember that, but I haven't yeah. watched it in, since. Yeah. Eight's a Beautiful Mind. Great movie. <sighs> Very good movie. Jennifer Connelly, Russell Crowe, Ron Howard directed, obviously. Yep. And that that one I that is based on a true story. I knew that one. Yeah, uh, John. What is it? Based on the life of John Nash. Yeah, and yeah. So, but yeah, he was a based kind of genius. Yep. Yep. Number seven, the King's Speech. Man, there's a couple that aren't on here the, that I'm getting worried as we're at seven. King's Speech was actually very good though. Uh, that's actually a most list. It's ranked number one. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I, I I could see that because he was. What what was that guy's name again? The actor. I can't think of his name. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Guy Pierce. King, yeah, mm-hmm. King George. Uh, but was that uh, that was he was, was based on after his was, brother was gone and he'd have to learn how to talk, but he had a stutter. Yep. And he had to have somebody help him. It's uh, weird that 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 a movie just based off a guy trying to give speeches. Not a guy. I get. I mean, I I get he's you know King George, but like that. It's all about him and being able to talk. Are you looking for the, Are you looking for great balls of fire? Here? I don't know. See it on here. No. Like no, 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 no. Oh, I hope that's not. Number six is Walk the Line. Very good. You know that I watched that to watch that last night. Uh, Steph locked her keys in her car, so What's I up? called. Um, As I, you were in the house. No, she was going to, to pick up uh, Lucci, and then she's like, "Hey, my keys are locked in my car. We don't have a spare, so." I have roadside service for free, which is nice. Nice. So I sat in my Jeep and uh, watched YouTube videos so he showed up. And okay. one thing about Joaquin Phoenix was during that movie, he actually started drinking a lot more. That drove him. He actually went to rehab after that. Is that right? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Number five is Black Hawk Down. Ewan McGregor, uh, Tom Hardy, Orlando Bloom, um, which is based on actual events. Yeah. 
Um, uh, it's, it's, it's a rough one to watch. Yeah. Especially to drag the soldier through the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, they, uh, there's some really tough scenes in that. Uh, number four. Holy balls. The movie I was thinking of is not on here. Uh, catch me if you can. Yeah, that's a true story. That's a true story. Uh, I, 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 this movie was incredibly embellished, but the the actual character is is a true story. Uh, number three, uh, based on Henry Hill, Goodfellas. Yep, yeah, based on yeah, that that's based on true events. And actually, I thought they used a lot of Henry Hill's book. I think. Yeah, but uh, they they used a lot of real names in that. Like those, a lot of the names were yeah. actually mm-hmm. their real names. I mean, mm-hmm. I start starting with Henry Hill, mm-hmm. but a lot of the names were actually real. Goodfellas, so, one of yeah. my favorite all time movies. Yeah. Uh, number 12 is... Uh, is number one. It's actually number two. Number two is... It's a, actually number one, it should be. No, it should not be number yes, one. Yes, it should. No, God. Now, the number one movie up there should be probably above Apollo 13. No. Why? I don't know. Number one shouldn't... Well, give me a reason. You can't just say no, like this is a movie podcast. Tell me why it's why Apollo 13 should be better than Schindler's List. I don't. I just. I just like Apollo thirteen better. What, we don't even know if the moon landing was real. Oh, well, they didn't land on the moon in this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't even know if any of this was real. That's what I'm saying. So it could be fictional. <sighs> We're going deep conspiracy theories. I'm tonight. just. I'm just saying though. Schindler's List is one of the toughest movies to get through and watch. And it's, I think that's my problem with it. Well, and no, <laughs> that being number one, like, and Paul, Thir- dang, Paul, it's brutal. Paul Thirteen is an awesome movie, and incredible and I, cast, and it's based on true events. We've yep. seen we've seen those yep. things. I've just messed with you, but but it's not tough to watch. No, but some of the the most realistic movies to watch mm-hmm. based on true events are tough to watch. Yeah, like Schindler's List, and then we were talking about uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, those are tough. Amistad, Amistad, Amistad. Jeez. Holy whips and chains. Mm. Holy balls, man. You know, so. There's one that was not on here that I could have sworn would have been. Go down to the, the, the second 50. Okay. All right. So that was number one and two. Uh, Apollo 13. Actually, I'm going to go. Oh, we got, oh yeah. We got, a, we got time. Hang on. We got time. Oh, do we? We'll All do right. what we always do. We'll blow through these pretty fast. All right. Yeah. Let's do a quickie here. God, because there's a lot. There's Invincible. Ooh. Number one, actually, Milk was in top 37 on some other people's list. Good movie. Tough to watch. Yep, very good movie, though. Uh, Ed Wood. Charlie Wilson's War. Yes. That one, was... of, one of my favorites. I just watched Boy Erase the other night. Uh-huh. Eh, it was okay. But Charlie Wilson's War, I loved. Uh, Ali, Ma- 95 was a good movie, I thought. There, 93 is one I cannot believe is not in the top five. And I, I even for Ranker, that's very surprising. It's Malcolm X. It wasn't in. I have another one. Um, I've got another one that I still haven't seen. I'm waiting to see it before I start going off about. It. But Malcolm X at 93 is a travesty. Well, we um, have, we have First Man at 94. Yeah. 93 is Malcolm X. 92 is one. Obviously, is one of my favorites. Invincible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 91. That's not a real character in Born on the Fourth of July. Uh, the King and I, number 90. Oh, we bought a zoo. That's a true story. Yep, that's a good movie. Uh, Hurricane at eighty six. Yes, I love that movie. Great movie. Uh, eighty six. And then this one, me? this one right here, Assassination of Jamie. J- yeah, yeah. And that's basically that was okay. The, but what I'm seeing is is ooh, we have the Hurricane. I'm not talking it's about the. Too con- lo- it's too low. But look at this one right here. Alive. Alive. Yeah. 
This next one, 83, Chaplin with Robert Downey Jr. Yep. An amazing portrayal of him in that one. Uh, yeah. I understand I understand this one. Agreed. Um, yeah, because, that, again, that's, that one. that's not, those aren't, yeah, those aren't. I forgot, he was in that movie. That's right, God. Krasinski. Was that kind of before The Office or yeah, right when The I Office it, started? Well, it's 2005. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been we're kind of in its heyday. This one, The Basketball Diaries is a tough one to watch. Yeah. Um, all the president's men that, that was on the top list. That was a good one. Uh, the last king of Scotland. Um, I never saw that one. People versus Larry Flint. That was. I think that was a funny one. I did. I. I mean, I wouldn't say funny. I thought he did a great job playing Larry Flint. No, I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. I like. I enjoyed it. I think Larry Flint was just a entertaining individual. Uh, uh, no, the no, mask uh, with Cher and Sam Elliott. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I don't know who the kid was who played. Keep going before I just stick that foot <laughs> the further se- in there. No, I no. That's that's me, not you. Yeah. Seventy six is the pianist. Pianist. Seventy three is Marley and me. Okay, Green Book. I still haven't seen that yet, but I. That's still kind of new. It's fantastic. That's, I guess it's still kind of newer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Millionaire. Which um, that's a huge movie. It's a huge movie, but again, I don't think it's it's you know too much. Dallas Buyers. Yeah, Dyers, Dallas Buyers. Dead Poets Society, but that's that's not a true story. It's ba- yeah, it's an adaptation. Yeah, into the wild, uh, the longest, longest day. There's Amistad. Amistad at sixty five. Spartacus, Spartacus at sixty four. Vice at sixty three. Oh uh, wow! Uh, One hundred twenty seven hours. Look at that. Yep. Because I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments. Uh, on the basis, there's of- my there's one of my movies right there. Miracle at fifty eight. Yeah, I, I knew you. I was I was waiting for you to say something about that. But it's still not the one I was thinking would be on here. But uh, Lawrence of Arabia, a Raging Bull, Raging JFK, JFK, boy, good. Movie. There's Fighter right there, fifty four, fifty four, Gandhi, Gandhi, October and October Sky. Sky. Dude, so the one I was thinking of, yeah, yeah. was the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Was that based on? It was supposed to be. Huh. So it, so because that was an actual person. The actual, because I, I actually taught this when I was a teacher. I taught this to my class because we talked about that, and that was actually based on a, a man named Francis Marion, and his name was Swamp Fox. That was his nickname. And in the movie, uh, Mel Gibson portrays him. He has like six or seven kids or whatever, and his wife you know, was dead, and you know, he falls in love with his sister-in-law, and it's a, it's a touching story. Heath Ledger, all this kind of, but basically he leads this, militia group not military per se but this militia group and starts fighting differently during the civil war and not civil war uh during the american revolution and the revolutionary war and you know uh, you know how he, he turns the tides against the british and basically how we become a country uh is this but it was based off francis marion now francis marion swamp fox was never married had no kids not anything like what Mel Gibson portrayed in that. And his character wasn't Francis Marion. So I guess that's where we'll give it to him. But that was actually based off, that was a real man who did lead that militia that was integral in us winning that war and becoming a country. So I guess kudos that Ranker didn't put it in the top 100. So real fast. Now, this is from Ranker. This is somebody been doing a little bit different. Now, this is actually from movie critics, right? So 35, and I, we've already talked about them. So okay. 35, uh, Milk, Sean Penn, mm-hmm. uh, The Big Short. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Gosling and all them, yeah. Uh, the Big Sick 2017, that was based off, uh, but the Big Sick shows they almost didn't end up together at all. Uh, co-wrote this rom-com about a very traumatic medical emergency that actually brought the two cut people together. Okay. So uh, the Imitation Game, uh, that's actually, uh, the Imitation Game is shows Alan Turning's game-changing innovations helped the Allies win the war, then tragedy uh, tragically shows his country would persecute him anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Farewell, 2009. I don't know what that is. And there's Into the Wild, actually. Mm. Uh, Aviator is number 29. Okay. Aaron Brockovich is 28. Girls in the Mist. Uh, you say girls or gorillas? Gorillas in the Mist, 1998, okay. which is uh, naturalist Diane Fossey moved to Rwanda. Yeah, to yeah, study yeah. the apes. Yeah, yeah. So that, oh, that's right. That right. wasn't on there. Uh, 127 wow. hours. Oh. Uh, the pianist, which we talked about. The uh-huh. social network, which we talked about. Hotel Rwanda, which we talked about. Zodiac. Uh-huh. Wolf of Wall Street. Apollo. Um, the reversal, reversal of Fortune 1990. Um, so, so this actually was, and I'm going to check this out, actually. It's from 1990. It's about aristocrat uh, Klaus von Bulow. Bulow? is convicted of the attempted murder of his wife, wealthy American socialite Sonny Von Bullough, in 1979, but after hiring super lawyer Alan Dershowitz. Hmm. So it's based off this trial. Okay. So. All right. Check it out. Uh, United 93. Yikes. Uh, Why do I still want to say too soon? Because uh, I've seen that on TV many a time. I've seen it. I've never watched it. I've seen it once i don't want to i don't want to watch i've it. seen it once just because i to be honest and it was kind of fairly soon when it came out but i can't watch it now a movie that i think that i think you liked american hustle oh yeah uh inspired by the 1970s fbi that's Afghan right investigation that was a true story mm-hmm. yeah uh we've already talked about all the president's men uh-huh. we've already talked about walk the line uh-huh. uh this one is uh c-a-p-o-t-e it's a Capota. yep yeah with sean penn Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've already talked about Goodfellas. We've already talked about 12 Years a Slave. Frost Nixon, 2008. Good movie. Good movie. Now you see why I'm doing this because people are like, oh my God. See, the fans voted on this. This yeah. is what. These are critics. Actually, critics yeah. and writers. Yeah. Frost Nixon was a great movie, actually. Uh, That's based on a true story about a journalist who, long after Nixon leaves office, not long after Nixon leaves office, but he refused to do any interviews. And basically, he agreed to do three interviews with this. I think he was British. Yeah. It gets this huge British. He's who trying has to, his own TV show. He's trying to build himself back up. Yeah, yep. he's trying to get himself, and it's going to be huge because no nobody was getting interviews with Richard Nixon, and it shows Nixon trying to manipulate this and really kind of bully this guy into whatever Nixon wants him to be, and then he ends up firing back and they they go back and forth and it's uh it's it's a really interesting movie really uh, interesting movie uh 10 and schindler's list number oh. number nine okay spotlight did you ever watch spotlight no it's one of my favorite movies spotlight is mark ruffalo michael keaton rachel mcadams lee shriver and stanley tucci uh what what could have been a tedious uh, procedural is instead a gripping ensemble thrill about a team of Boston Globe, which is true, investigative reporters who undercover the dec- decades-long effort by the Catholic Church to suppress information about the scores of abuses against priests. Okay, it is. It's okay. right. It's what's it called? Spotlight. Spotlight. Right, I love it. It took me a while to watch it because I knew what was coming, 
Well, that's um, a big time cast right there. No, I was going to say one that's probably not going to be on this, but I just watched recently with Hugh Jackman called The Front Runner. And it was about a candidate for president in 84 and 88. And he was the front runner in 88 to over Dukakis to be to run against George Bush Sr. Um, and he falls into the sex scandal. And the funny thing about it was, and it was all this by the Miami Herald who breaks the story about this girl going to see him. He's married, obviously. And this mistress going to see him from Miami to, I believe, New York or Boston, one of those. Or maybe it was D.C. I think it was D.C. And uh, the funny thing about that was he basically resigns from, or he withdraws. He's the front runner. He withdraws in one week's time from when the story breaks. He withdraws. There was never any evidence. And even the girl never said that they had an affair. And I'm thinking, I'm like, it's 1988, but I'm like, even then, the the just idea that our potential president was having an affair, and then four years later, we got Bill Clinton in office in 92, and, like, and then we have that whole scandal. So it's it's very ironic that 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 uh, that this individual, I can't remember what his name was, but it was a very good movie, and I love Hugh Jackman. So uh, Elizabeth, um, that's on the Amazon there. Uh, and then we have Lincoln, and then we have the Hidden Figures, which we talked about. Wow, that was in the top what? Uh, that, what number was that? Uh, that one was number six. Okay, a wow. Sea Biscuit. Okay, well, Sammy would Sammy T would be happy. Uh, catch me if you can, Ray. Out of Africa. I remember hearing about that. So, based on the memoirs by Baroness Karen von Blixen. Really, why why do these all day with these names? Yeah, is this punishment? Did I do something? Yep. Also known as Isaac Denson. Good Lord. <laughs> Isaac. This movie tells the story of a Danish aristocrat who buys a coffee plantation in Kenya when she falls in love with an American big game hunter played by Robert Redford. Bass. This best picture winner has sumptuous scenery. Meryl Streep doing What year accent. was this? Uh, this is 1985. Oh, I was reading a sexy voice. You interrupted. You did. Sorry. Uh, we've already talked about the King's Speech. King's Speech is number one on there. Okay. So that's based on um, that's critics and yeah. writers in, on that one. All right, I'm okay with that. I yeah, I I'm okay with a lot of what we've talked about. I'm not necessarily in love with the order. La Bamba. Oh yeah, that's the reason I like flying. I was I was I was seeing I was hanging out with our well, friend. great great balls of fire was not on there. And granted, it was not great. But none, Jerry Lee Lewis was a nut job. So none beats watching the moment his career dies. Yeah. On scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know who you know who we haven't seen a very good documentary movie of, to be honest? Elvis Presley. I don't think anybody, I mean, it's tough. I don't think anybody would buy it. What do you mean? I mean there's so many people that think he's not dead. Oh, people will go see that like crazy, dude. Come on, man. My mom always tells my, my mom always tells me about my biological father who she came home from wherever she was and they were crying in the room and was my, it Elvis? my mom was like, Oh my god, what's the matter? Who everybody okay? He's like, he's like, Elvis died and she's like, What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, like, What is wrong with you? Do you know him? Yeah. Was he your buddy? Yeah. No, so, but that's one. They haven't made a movie about Elvis Presley. Now he's had scene so like in walk the line there there's a scene where it's elvis presley and there, there there's a character that is elvis presley yep. there's there's somebody playing elvis presley but there hasn't been a movie about his life no. even broken up and just take a section take 
the end, take the beginning. You I know, you know how that. people do that. I'd, I would love to see that. I like to see the beginning because you know he well. He, it was well documented. I think I know why though. In my in today's age, I know why. Why? Because he moved Priscilla in while she was still way underage. Yeah. And, but I mean, but great balls of fire got made, and she was, that's 20, and that was his cousin. That's twenty years ago, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's why. I mean, I, I just think that's too iconic. It's why we haven't really seen a Michael Jackson movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's too controversial. Yeah. Well, but Elvis wasn't controversial. I mean, he's controversial in his music, and people didn't he like. Show up the White House he, high with a gun. Yeah. I'm not saying controversial, but he's entertaining. Yeah, I think that. But I think that would make a good movie. I mean, if we just saw Bohemian Rhapsody do what it just did, and Rocket Man did decent, yeah. I think. I mean, uh, to be honest, I would much rather see a movie about Elvis Presley's life. I just than, think, than Elton John's. To be honest, um, no, I get, I no, I get what you're saying. I did, I maybe there's just too many claws, too, too many claws, <laughs> too many closets in Graceland. <laughs> they can't. Basically, if they open up a lot of the doors in Graceland, I think we would. F- there's too much that can come out that wouldn't maybe wouldn't be good. I don't know. I mean, as big as Walk the, I mean, maybe that but is think, it. But think about maybe the, the family won't sign off on somebody doing a movie. Well, about think it? about it this way: is um, Walk the Line? Um, did it really make Johnny Cash look that good, though? No, but that's but that's not the point. The family didn't want a movie that glorified their father because they remembered the kids remembered. That their dad was not for a long time. Their dad was not a very good guy. That's based on the other kids. Yeah, but even still, I mean, you had family members who said no. That's that that's that's how he was, and you know, you know, he he had his moments, and he was an incredible artist, an incredible gift. Uh, you know, Elvis is in the same type of boat, no, except I- bigger. If you ask me, he's bigger than Johnny Cash. At that, at- I want to see that movie. During that time, yeah. Yeah, I, I really do. I want to see that mo- I, during that time or, to be honest, the last two years of his life. I know. Because at the end, he dies on a toilet. I forgot. That's why. That, I mean, that's, Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Just, Ooh, you know what wasn't on that list, too? Hoffa. Hoffa? Hoffa. Yeah. With uh, Jack. Maybe, the, Ir- maybe the Irishman will be on there from now on. Great movie, though. Yeah, maybe. But the Hoffa. Great movie. No, you better have a great point. I just, I like, I don't, I never liked Elvis, never listened to him. Anymore. I love Elvis. I would love to see, I mean, you're talking about a he guy. He stole so much music from people. That's probably why I didn't like him. Who? Elvis. Who did he steal it from? We're not going to get that out on this show. All right. I mean, and you know, I know my stuff, so that's why I don't want to I do, talk but I don't it. know who he stole music from. A lot of black artists that were not able to get on the radio and do those things at that time. Well, I'm, to be honest, like, if he knew it was going to be a hit, I, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not okay with it. But I'm not saying he did it. I'm saying that I'm yeah, talking. the music was given to him, yes, and, and yeah. he did it. But yeah. you know, I, I I don't know. He still performed. I you know what? I want to see a, a Sinatra movie. Speaking of the Chinese place that you <laughs> that you go to eat up off Lafayette Road, it was closed today. I yeah. know, closed today. But I'll tell you what, I I love that that place, and I love going in there. Yep, it is Sinatra. Do you think it's Sin- so weird a Chinese do think, restaurant? Do you think a Sinatra autobiography would still almost just be as brutal as Elvis? Yes, yeah, more. I know more because he had mob ties. Yeah, I mean, Blue Eyes, uh, he was connected, and he was he. I I guarantee he does not come off in a good light in that movie. I no, actually, I'd like to see autobiography of the Rat Pack. 
Yeah, I, I'd watch it during that time. When, I'd watch it. But they, then, who do you get? To, uh, that's the problem. Yeah, you have to cast that perfect. The, re- <clears throat> the reason Bohemian Rhapsody did as well as it did because old boy nailed it. I think that's the problem. You try to get somebody to play Elvis. Yeah, one. I think you need a. Hey, on on, on uh, Walk the Line, that guy, kid looked like Elvis and sounded yeah, like him. Yeah, he did. But yeah. I'm just saying, put him in on screen for the whole movie. I mean, mm. it's easy to have a quick Elvis scene. And do you want him for, to sing or do you want him to lip yeah, sing? What, what do you, yeah. I, I think that's what you have to do. You have to find someone, a mid-range actor. Not I, You're not going to get a big-time name. And I don't think you want one. You, no, I agree. Absolutely. I, I think you want a mid-range guy. and But yeah, they're going to they're gonna have to sing. They're going to have to move. They're going to have to have the Elvis as that guy was the biggest in the world. He was yep. Elvis Presley. He was the king of rock and roll. I, boy, that's that's big shoes to try and fill. And I think maybe that's maybe their problem. No, I agree with that one. One of them. But also back to the Rat Pack thing, though. I'd see that. I'd watch that. If Scorsese did it. With his casting ability yeah, and how it, much he knows about, yeah, because he knows a lot about the casino. Because Dean Martin yeah. used to get off singing on stage and go deal blackjack. Yeah, you can't do that now. No, no it's I mean during heavily frowned upon. I'd love to see during a time of Bugsy Siegel during a time when they yeah. were all around. Oh, that's another one, Bugsy. That's a good movie. Yep, that's a good movie. Yeah, I mean um, Bugsy Siegel. So I mean, yeah, I mean I'd like to see a couple of those people get made uh, like that. But I, you know, Hoosiers wasn't on there. No, it wasn't. No love for who I just. There just, weren't a lot of sports movies on that, to no. be honest. Yeah, the what, Glory Road uh, about about the maybe, the maybe Texas Western. But do you think maybe they too many people because there's so many different rankings they put them under sports? Yeah, of sports those? true yeah, stories. Yeah. I, I uh, maybe, but yeah, I mean, still surprising that only a couple. Remember how a remember how high Miracle was on the other report on the other one we did? It was yeah. very high and who's very high sports movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, it's like in the sixties or something here. Who what athlete would you what athlete we talking about musicians just a couple what athlete would you want to like a autobiography type movie on? Pete Rose. That's one that would be and and don't try to bring up the ESPN movie that they did because that no. thing was awful. I, I, I would actually like a a Pete Rose movie. I think he would be one. Uh, I'd like to see one based on McGuire and Sosa during the home run chase. Yeah, I've seen documentaries about it, but, but, but yeah, how, to see them. But I, I mean, obviously, you'd have to, you know. Get, well, see, 61 is one of my favorite movies about yeah. the home run race between Maris and Mantle, yes. who played for the same team in, in 1961 that Billy Crystal did in HBO. That's a great movie. One of my favorites. Because um, Eight Men Out wasn't on here either. No. No, it wasn't. Uh, I, as far as athlete, Pete, Pete Rose, yeah, I would like to see that one. Um, I'd like to see because we saw J- Jackie forty two. Yep, that wasn't on here either. That 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 was a big one. But I think they separate the sports ones. Yeah, uh, I you know I wouldn't mind seeing one about Wilt. I think you know from his coming up through i mean playing for the harlem globetrotters and then all of a sudden you're absolutely the most dominant player in the game 100 oh, yeah. points and stuff like that i think a lot is like because I, I don't think you can necessarily you can't do movies nowadays on their lives i think it's very very difficult you don't see it very often you see it's too rushed you see, yeah you see snips of their life you take a a five you know a, a five-year span maybe or a two-year span you know or things like that um 
you know, Mr. Rogers that's getting ready to come out with Tom Hanks. It's it, that's at the end of his 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 life. Like I think I you know he it's the end of his show towards the end of his show and things like that. So um, I think you can only take small portions. So then you're talking. I mean, Pete Rose. I think that's where I, that's why because that's such an intriguing story. I would want to see that side what what kind of was going on do you on. think they should be made before they pass away or not well to be honest i i would for him yes because again i think it's an absolute travesty and i do think it is a black eye on the hall of fame the fact that the guy who has the is the all-time hits leader in the league is not in the hall of fame and it's not for peds and it's not for cheating or any of this kind of is for gambling and yeah he he lied and he shouldn't have and all this kind of stuff but to keep him out of the hall i just don't agree with that for this long well i just think and, and it's like pops always told me he's like he's like boy i think part of this is just the way he's conducted himself during this time that's kept him out 100 percent. because my hundred pop, percent pops diehard reds he, he's like no he doesn't belong in because he was mad because he kept lying when he didn't have to yep that's what made him mad yep no, I, I agree. I if I if I were a betting man, if I were a Pete Rose, Pete Rose gets in the Hall of Fame the year after he dies. Because can't the because he's to the point now where he can get a write it or like the there's so many the, yeah, but you have to win so much. Like you'd have to get so many write ins. It just ain't gonna happen. No, I'm talking about. But here's the other thing is we also have, and this is bad. I'd rather have athletes in the Hall of Fame vote on people to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And instead, we have sports writers, sports writers who have agendas at time. Yeah. And then now we have sports writers who didn't even watch him play. Yeah. Don't Agreed. even know anything about him. When, I mean, when do we get a Michael Jordan movie? Mm, 25 years from now. I think so. I don't know. I mean, it, his most, his, his, the thing about him, the greatest thing is, in my opinion, was he got cut from basketball in high school. Mm-hmm. And he got going on and everything yeah. like that. But yep. I don't know. So, but we can go on for hours. But uh, We could, but I'm exhausted. From what? I think from the show. I think from the heat in here. Yeah, it could be it too. Yeah, but it's it's almost time where we don't need. It's very heated. It's very heated today. We had some good good debates on this one. I liked it. And neither one of us called each other stupid either. Oh, did you not hear me when I said? It? <laughs> <laughs> just just your pure hatred for people is hilarious. Oh, nice. So this, can this one be for the law dog? Um, this is this is like his second favorite artist right here. Um. I could see that because they kind of talk the same. Well, you know. Nice. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. Law Dog's going to love this one. Now we got to get him listening. I have Law Dog in one of my passwords. Okay. I'm not giving out the full password, obviously. <laughs> but I ran out of passwords and we were, I was listening to the show and I had to reset a password on something. And I was like, That's oh, funny. there we go. That's funny. Uh, we're going to go out to Bob Dylan Hurricane, which is obviously based off of the, the movie. Ruben Hurricane Carter. This is not based off the movie. He wrote this during the time. Yeah, that this trials. was going on yeah mm-hmm. so uh thanks for joining us as always i am bj that is rb we will talk to you next week